This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye-bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Your suffering will be legendary even in hell. They're here. Welcome victims to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Allie. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I mean, we're into spooky, scary favorite months ever. into Spooktober. So happy, so excited. Let the horror movies... Continue. Oh. Not begin. Continue. Instagram is such a wonderful, spooky place right now. I just, it makes my whole life, like scrolling through our Instagram feed is just like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and I'm posting like so many stories and stuff right now because, <laughs> and like weird, creepy TikToks. <laughs> and I keep, um, <laughs> this, this really nice guy messaged us on Instagram because I posted one of... <laughs> Michael Myers doing the Mamma Mia dance and Lee. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and he just subscribed to us and he was like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like if I don't make quest- or people question their like humility at least once a day. Like, did I even live that day? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. And like, you know, the time I spend on TikTok is actually useful. Because I have so many spooky, scary things popping up. And I'm yeah. like, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. <laughs> it's fun for me. <laughs> well, good. Oh, that's fun. Well, I'll start off with some, some somber news, uh, if I can find it. Uh, Yuko Takeuchi, I might have root her last name. Uh, she was known for being in the first ring, uh, Ringu, in Japan. Mm. She passed away on the 27th of September. She, I think it was suicide, sadly, so. That's horrible. There seems to be such an, well, I know it's also probably to do with the current state of the world, but there's, there's just so much sadness in the world right now. Honestly, yeah. it's so sad. Ugh. It's too bad, because I yeah. know the ring, you haven't seen any of the rings yet. I haven't. Um, I heard Ringu is really, really good. And I've heard that too. I was talking to Allie at work actually about The Grudge because I was telling her we watched The Grudge just as like like a fun thing. <laughs> and she was like, have you seen the like original, original Grudge? And I was like, no. And she's like, it is so scary. And I was like, what? So now I have to track that down and watch it. So. Yeah, I, I don't think it's on Shudder. No. The, um, the, the, the versus one of Ring versus Grudges on Shadow right. Realm, yes, which yes, I yes. want to see so bad. Yes. Um, yeah, like it's, it's it's weird how Japanese and Chinese, like Asian horror, 
they get the ghost horror so perfect. So good. It's Case so in point, um, we you watched it all. I watched most of it. Yes. I didn't get to finish it. The Bridge Curse. Oh my god. And I thought it's a kind of a whatever. You know, it's just in Chinese. Yes, it's Chinese. Um, horror. Whatever Chinese yep. horror movie. You know, it's probably like a B movie. No, it really isn't. Holy um, crap! It was good. And how they comparing. Asian horror to American or Western culture horror mm-hmm. is so different. How right. the Asian ones can basically they they drag out that tension for as long as they can, and then yes, some. whereas Western is one two jump. three jump scare, jump scare, one two three jump scare, and one my, two three my oh tripped you didn't was a jump scare, and right behind it jump scare, and my nemesis shaky cam and shaky cam. There's one, there's one scene in, uh, you know, we, we do some fiddling around here. We're going to, next week is going to be the, the, the bridge curse. The bridge curse. Yeah. We'll, we'll explain later. Yeah. But um, the one scene where the guy's in the bathroom and he's having a very explicit oh, bowel movement. Yes. And I think like the whole scene goes for at least 15 minutes. Yes. 10 to 15 minutes of just tension. You think it's going to happen in the stall? No. No. It goes on. He's around the sink. No. And then there's a bucket. And I kind of called the bucket part, but it just, it just, it keeps adding and adding and stretching and stretching. You think what's going to happen? Is it now? No. It won't now. No. It's perfected. It's fantastic. I, it's one of the best horror movies I've watched in a minute. And you haven't seen the ending. I and I haven't. was like capital texting you while you were downstairs. I was like, Nick, Nick. Yeah, I went to bed. Oh <laughs> I ended up going to bed and I woke up to these texts. I'm like, oh, I missed out. Yeah, it was <laughs> insane. I honestly, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see any of it. And then they like give you a twist. And then you're like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah. And then the next scene, they twist it again, and you're like, Ooh. yeah, I'm flailing. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I don't know how they do it. It's just, they, they have the the gift of holding that um, tension. You know, yeah, it's almost like, um, you know, Eastern filmmakers are better, exactly like you said, holding that tension and And building like, on it and building exactly. on it and building on it. And they're not afraid to go places. No, they're not. Like, they're not afraid to do something like really bizarre, which yeah. I love. And I think that that's, you know. It, it, the one downside is it's always kind of uh, cookie cutter ghosts. Yes. They always have the same kind of look, long dark hair, white yeah. sh- white clothes. Right. Um, like the grudge, uh, like Sadako. Yeah. Um, I forget the name for, uh, actually I have it here, for the ring. The, like, well, it was Samara, I think. In that. Thank you, Samara. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's just, they, they all look the same. Right. And that's not the bad thing, but at the same time, you lose all originality. Right. And, and that's the one downside to the constant, you know, Asian, you know, ghost horror. It's, it's all the sure. same. I think that, the, like, honestly, part of the reason that I, I actually like that is um, you always know what to look for almost. True. You know, and I, and I totally understand that it gets repetitive because totally it does. But it's like, you know that that's a bad person then because it is the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know? With, like you said, the grudge and the ring and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just the same sort of, yeah, ghost over and over. It, it but is. But you know. It is. You but know also, who the bad guy is. 
it wouldn't hurt to have, I don't know, a little like something, change it up a bit. Right, totally. But at the same time, though, they also, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, <laughs> so right. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, even though the, the I didn't even get a good look at the uh, the ghosts and the, the bridge curse. Yeah. Uh, it's still pretty spooky. It's got a good look to it. And there's more I want to get into. We'll do that next yes, week. Yes, I was going to say. I there's a lot more to get into. <laughs> Um, but, but, um, yeah, speaking of the grudge, we also kind of watched the, the new grudge. Yeah. Again, I, I watched it all. I, again, I snuck out early cause I had other shit to do. Yeah. Um, it was, um, it was not great. It was. I heard that. I heard it wasn't the best. You know, and I thought, fuck that. I'm going to try it because screw the, screw the people who review movies. Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, like, I wanted to try it. And, like, halfway through, I was just, I was not feeling it. It was exactly what you said. It's cheap scares. And it's, like, and, and there's good gore in it, though. That's the one thing I will give it, is it's good gore. Yeah, from what I saw at the beginning, it looked pretty good. Very good. good gore. And I appreciate that. But in 2020, you better be doing good gore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what um, kind of bugged me, was that it relied on that. Like, it relied on watching people like an older woman chop her fingers off and then watching yeah. a guy pull his eyeballs out and stuff like that. It's like, if you have to rely on that, like, you know, when you watch older movies, like even the cheesy ones, like Friday the 13th, like the gore in that is amazing. And it, it bugs me that that's what it relied on because the story was shit <laughs> and Aww. it, it time jumped all over and I don't know. I See, just, that, that's where people forget that less is more. Yes. Keep it simple. Keep it Give easy. Give me a nice linear story. Yeah. Do a flashback or two. That's fine. I'm cool with flashbacks. Yeah. But it was constantly jump, 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 jump. Like when you have to have like a scorecard of the date, like 10 or 15 times in a movie, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And then the ending was very meh. Like I kind of liked how they like ended, ended it. It was just like, like this scary thing happened and then the door closed and just the, the credits started rolling on this and it like went from screaming, crazy, terrifying door slam and then just credits oh, silent. And I was like, that's ominous. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, super disappointed. Super duper disappointed, which was too bad because I always hope that when something gets a shitty review that, you know, it wasn't actually that bad. But, yeah. oh well. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. Also because we watched The Grudge not that long ago and I thought yeah. it was fun. So. I, I, I still think The Grudge is really good. It's yeah. got Sir Michelle Geller. When I first watched it in theater, I tried to think, it's just a Buffy movie. Don't, don't get scared. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but it was creepy. It's a creepy movie. And this one, I was hoping that it would creep me out too. I was like, okay, you know, we've got all the same, you know, the creepy, like the fingers and the hair like that are in the trailer and, you know, like lots yeah. of gross dead bodies and stuff. Like, all right, we got this. Nope. Nope. That's Disappointment. Makes me sad. I know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was too bad. Super too bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. oh, well. I know. It's just like, I'd love some more original movies, honestly. You know? Like, yeah. instead of redoing sequels, prequels, whatever kind of stuff, I'd love some newer stuff. Like, this Bridge Kurtz, that's why I think it was so good, is because I haven't seen anything like that in no, a minute. No, it, it's, it's a good, um, we gotta get back into it, though, but um, <laughs> it's a good Sorry. kind of take on the the 
the ghost, you know, the, the dead girls, you yep. know, her death, the bridge, you'll curse the bridge. Uh, I like the idea that during the day it's 13 steps, but at night on a, uh, was it on New Year, um, a leap year. Yep. Um, if you walk up the steps, you count out loud to 14, uh, and you turn around, look down the steps, she'll be right there. Like yep. those, there's rules. Right. And I like that. How there, there is, you know, having rules works. It helps. Um, but. Yeah. 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 It was just something new. And I think that anytime you watch something new, it's just refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, like did the grudge have to be remade? Well, I heard it wasn't really a remake. It was, it's part of the original story. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> it oh, was, it, it felt not shot for shot, but it felt like this, literally the same story. They used some of the same shots. They used the bathtub thing. Yeah, I saw they that. They used part. the fingers in the hair thing, the real estate agent, all that kind of stuff, the yeah. police, everything. Yeah. So, okay, fine. It's a continuation, but then don't do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the same things. Like, like she's got to have a few more tricks up her sleeve. No. <laughs> no. Oh. I, mean, I haven't even seen it all, so I can't give a totally full. exactly yeah. But I, yeah, I, I, sure. from what I've heard, it was disappointing. I was a little mm-hmm. excited at first. I'm like, oh, so we're doing no grudge. Well, I don't know why, but okay, no, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's, it, I'm sure it'll be cool. You know, it, eh, whatever. And um, I'm also watching um this anime. It's called The Promised Neverland. I've been meaning to get one, get into that. I really have. It is. So creepy. Like, so creepy. In the way that um, Attack on Titan is sort of creepy. Mm-hmm. But this is a bit more, like, it's quite graphic. In the first episode, you watch a child get eaten, like, ripped apart. Oh, nice. But, like, yeah, you know, and when you can do that first episode, like, <laughs> fuck me up. <laughs> it, take, it takes three. It always takes three episodes to get into a show. Yeah. Um, Like, with Trailer Park Boys. Sure. Was, the first one's like, what the hell was this? <laughs> Second episode was, okay, I think I get it. Third episode is, this is genius. I'm yes. in, I'm in, you know, 100%. Yeah, and this one is just like, it straight up kind of tells you exactly what's going on hmm. and then pulls you through the whole thing <laughs> for all the 10 episodes. I'm just about to finish it. Cool. But um, then I got it back into Ink Masters. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Ink Masters. Because it's, um, I mean, I don't want to give away the date, but it's like the beginning of October right now. And um, so Netflix and Shudder and Prime all come out with their new movies right yeah so i'm like oh what's the new stuff <laughs> so i'm trying to finish up my old stuff but yeah promise neverland super good another super suspenseful one i need to get, I need to get into oh that. yeah and there's only 10 episodes like it's not like oh, a wow. typical anime that's oh, like 24 wow. episodes it's only 10 because i was like ha- like on episode five six ish and i was like oh it feels like we're kind of wrapping up <laughs> Like, what? Cause I, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe we're just wrapping up, like, the first arc. Because usually animes are two parts, basically, yeah. this season. Nope. That's all we get. Oh, okay. Disappointed. <laughs> kind of like uh, Dragon's Dogma. Okay. It's only, I think, seven episodes. It's not terrible, but yeah. at the same time, it's... I don't know. It, it it wasn't as good as a Castlevania. Right. See, and that was a good one. That but that's only, like, good. four parts an episode, isn't or a season, isn't it? Like, four or five, I thought. I thought it was more than that. Was it? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't but watched it in like a hot minute. Yeah. But it's basically kind of like a one one and done yes. series. Interesting. Um, It's not bad. It, I've watched a few like that. that it's I not love. terrible. It, it could be, it could have you know, been a little more to it, but 
Uh, whatever. Yeah. I um but you said that you're watching Food Wars and that's like twenty some episodes, like yeah. a typical one. They give you the first arc and the first half, the second arc, and they're both good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was expecting. And so when I was like at five or six and I was like, What no <laughs> more <laughs> But speaking of more, should we get into Coraline? Oh yeah, we watched Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we did. <laughs> We just went off on tangent as usual. Yes, we did Coraline. Yeah, we watched Coraline um, this week. <laughs> we'll get into the review right now. <laughs> All right, so this week, as I. <laughs> I just obviously remembered we watched Coraline, which yes. is a 2009 movie. It is directed by Henry Selleck, and it was written by, well, the screenplay was written by Henry Selleck, but it was based off of a book by Neil Gaiman, who nice. is one of my favorite authors. He is super funky. He is. He's got, he if he's who I think he is, I'm going to do a quick double check. Um, he had a big collection of comics yes, in the in the 90s he has um, tons of comics yeah yes and i have a couple anthology novels by him like that are short stories and they're so weird and so good yeah i was yeah, when i read this i was like oh right he did write the book about Coraline. <laughs> my bad yeah he's fantastic oh he did some judge dread mm-hmm. yeah he he's dread he did uh if i can find it yeah, he's dipped his toes in a few different, like, genres and stuff. Sandman. That, he did Sandman. Oh, he did do Sandman. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some of them that's really, that I know of. I can't find them. Um, but they're very um, uh, different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there was, uh, um, if it's who I'm thinking of, he did ones about uh, this mechanical man. Okay. Um, I think that's what I'm thinking of. It could be dead wrong. Could we think of someone else? But yeah, I think he's, I am. Uh, he's I a cool think dude. I know. And they based it, yeah, like loosely, obviously, off of the book. But it's yeah, good story. And it's this is the only thing about this movie is I find it long. Like I feel like it drags just a it bit. It does a bit, yeah. And we even <laughs> we watched it in two parts today because we're adults <laughs> who sometimes need a nap mid, mid movie. I need a nap. It's, it's, it's nap time. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I was tired. I, yeah. I was having a nap right now as we record, so, you know. Yeah, I was up early. I don't know why. I just woke up at 6.30. I'm like, well, Blech. I'm awake now. Yep. Crap. Yep. That's and just I was cool. paying for it later, and now I'm I'm somewhat awake. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, in the evenings, usually when we record, we're always like, uh. But it's nice to kind of, like, come down off, you know, the movie and the day and do something we enjoy. That's why I love recording in the evenings. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, this movie was, it was a trip, literally. Okay? It was. Um, Mm -hmm. Where did you first hear about this? Well, I remember it being advertised. So this movie came out when I was still in high school. And it was, um, I remember seeing it and being like, oh my God, like it looks so good and this looks amazing and I should watch it. And then I didn't go to it in theaters because I heard it was scary. (laughs) And I was a big baby. Or sorry, I was a wuss puss. A wuss puss. You were a wuss puss. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what Coraline calls a cat. Does he even have a name, the cat? 
I think it's just cats. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, so I didn't watch it. And then when it came out on DVD, I was telling you, I actually remember going to the store, like to Blockbuster Rogers, and renting it. <laughs> Which is like... I can't even believe, like, it feels like so long ago since anybody rented movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I rented it, and I watched it with Dad, and I was terrified of the other mother. Terrified. I was like, nope. And when I have nightmares still to this day, 11 years later, it's still sometimes about her. Oh, jeez. Like, it's one of those things that just, like, burned into my retinas, and I'm like, nope. (laughs) 1-800-NOPE. 1-800-FUCK <laughs> <laughs> OFF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just the whole idea creeped me out. The buttons and everything. It just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. I have a thing with dolls, though. I did. That's like my fear is dolls. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can be creepy. Right? I know there was like um, an old, it was a kid's show. I think sure. it, was, it was based in, I think it was on PBS. Definitely based in Britain because they had this whole... Um, doll, a puppet uh, era of kids' car- kids shows. Cute. And they made him incredibly lifelike oh. and just creepy as fuck. Ooh. And I'm like watching, I'm like, okay, I get this is a kid's show. As a kid, I understood that. But at the same time, this is disturbing. This right? looks weird. This looks off. Yep. I'm changing the channel. And I did. I, I just, it just looked weird. Yes. Uh, they, some of the British children's programming was just Terrifying. bonkers. Like, oh. Like, even, like, and the sometimes theme, without meaning to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? even with, like, the, um, like, the, the uh, string puppets. Yes. Uh, there was a bunch uh, of those, like, you know, Thunderbirds and all that. Uh, I found this other old one. Uh, I forget what it's called now, but it was just creepy. Very, very weird. Weird show. Oh. I, I remember watching as a kid. It just kind of popped up on YouTube on my suggestions. Sure. I'm like, what is this? And I looked into it. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oof. I watched an episode. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I think that's enough now. <laughs> it, it's, very, it's very Thunderbirds-y, but sure. just different. Oh. Well, how did you first hear about Coraline? Uh, like you, I saw the trailers for yes. it. I heard about it. I didn't have any desire to watch it. It didn't do it for me. Okay. Um, the eye thing was creepy. Yep. But I thought, okay, this is, you know, kind of a, a for kids kind of scary movie. Totally. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I did like about it is that it's a claymation. Yes. And I love all the claymation. Oh, like ever you since. You appreciate that. Ever since um, Mr. Frog and Mr. Toad. Really? Yes. See, and I always think of Waltz and Gromit. Yeah, but this, they, they came before. Well, they sure. were like, the, I think the originators, if not one of the first ones who actually made a, a short little show mm-hmm. or a little mini movie of uh, Mr. Frog, Mr. Toad, based on the books. And I grew up with those books and I, and I remember seeing, I think it was on PBS again, yep. how they did it. I'm thinking as a kid, I'm like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. It would take forever. Yo, move it like a million, like just a little movement. Yeah. Click. Move it again click like it's just time consuming nowadays it'd be easier for sure and now there's a few there's there's walls of grommet there's uh Coraline. yeah there's a uh, kubo and uh six strings ten yep. strings um there's a few out there yeah but, but it's it's literally such an art like it's, it is 
Ugh, I was just kind of reading through the IMDb trivia and like all the sets they had to make and all the different puppets they had to make. And I think there like, was a 12 Coralines? 28. 28, okay, wow. 28 different Coralines. And they stitched all the clothing for them, like hand knit all the clothing. And oh, like, wow. I know. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's just such a labor of love. And it's like, I don't know, I think it um, made for such a cool movie. Something we haven't seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't... There, for now, I think there's now three horror, you know, quotation marks, of uh, claymation movies. There's this, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Corpse Bride. Yes. And two of them are Tim Burton. Oh, I love Corpse Bride. I forgot about that I love that Tim Burton's movie. work. He's, he's a really That's good... That's true. His gothic uh, ideas is just beautiful. You know, the only one that never did it for me was Sweeney Todd. That one never I've, did it for me. I need to watch that again. I, I've watched a bit of it. I need to get back into that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's a list again. But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that one. Yeah, I totally watch it again. I just, I didn't enjoy it. I, I don't know why. I, I think, I don't and know. And the I thing is, though, it it's, 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 it's right up your alley. It's a musical. Totally. It's got uh, great actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. It's a total Atlanta thing. I know. And I just did nothing for me. Huh. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe mm. I need to watch it again, though. I think me too. Yay. Well, let's go through the characters, characters of Coraline. Characters. Characters. So, I know well, a little bit of little bit of uh, trivia here. Um, whoop, whoop. Before this was uh, claymation, this is going to be a live action movie. Oh. They're going to go one hundred percent live action, and then they decided, nope, let's not do that. It'll be too scary for kids. I was going to say that would have been a completely different oh, movie. Yeah. And they already had Dakota Fanning cast as Coraline. And when they decided, no, let's do claymation, they asked her, do you want to still do, be part of it? She's like, yeah, sure. It'll be fun. Totally. Well, her voice is fantastic. Oh, it is. She's a great actress, Ugh. I think. So this movie stars Dakota Fanning as Coraline Jones, a curious 11-year-old girl with blue hair. Yeah. Uh, Terry Hatcher as Mel Jones, uh, Coraline's mother, and the Beldum slash other mother. Yep. Uh, and she's known for being on Seinfeld. She was on... Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Uh, Lois and Clark, The Real Adventures oh, of Superman. yes! She was Lois Lane. The best Superman TV show. Fuck Smallville. Just Ooh. saying. Yeah, I know. I, I said We're it. We're going to lose followers for that. I don't take. care. <laughs> Give me Dean Cain and Harry, Terry Hatcher any day. At the day. time, that was, that was really good. At the right. time, that was so good. I watched it every day after school for like years. Yeah. Oh, and then I rewatched it not that long ago, and I still liked it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, we have Jennifer Saunders and Don French as April Spink and Miriam Forcible. Oh, those are the sisters. The pair of retired burlesque actresses. Yes. And we got the wonderful, talented, amazing Keith David as yes. the cat. Oh, that's his name is literally just the cat. Just the that's cat. Fabulous. I like Wusspuss. I do too. <laughs> uh, John Hodgman as Charlie Jones, Caroline's father. Mm. And John Linnell is the other father's singing voice. And we have Robert Bailey Jr. as Wyborn YB Lovett, the geeky, nervous, 11 year old grandson of Caroline's landlady, Mrs. Lovett. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have Ian McShane as Sergey Alexander Bobinski. Uh, yes, Bobinski. Yeah. He's a not drunk, he's eccentric. A former Chernobyl liquidator. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, like, he's got this uh, medal on his shirt the entire movie. That's for doing the cleanup of the uh, Chernobyl incident. Oh. That's also why his skin is blue. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. And uh, Carolyn Crawford as Mrs. Lovett. Mrs. Lovett. Oh, she was the um when word blah, blah. at the end. She was yeah. the uh the older lady. The older lady. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Small cast, but like fabulous. Oh yeah. Like because they just basically are in this house. Like the whole movie takes place in this house, and then the other realm of the house. <laughs> so there's not you know there's nobody walking around on streets or nothing like that. It's just um the tenants of the house because there's it's like a Kind of like a duplexy sort of thing. Um, threeplex. But, yeah, threeplex. And yeah. so there's a very, very attic, and then where Mr. Babinski lives, and then Coraline and her family live in the main floor. And the sisters, in quotations, I don't know, are they actually related? Or they no, I think they're just uh, burlesque dancers. I was going to say, are friends. they like, you know, two spinsters who live together? I don't know about that. I'm doing quotations. <laughs> But, um, but the, they there, live in the basement. But with the, there was like a also thousand dogs. Yes, and <laughs> yes, there was though. They went downtown. There were other people. <laughs> like they did have. Oh other yeah, people. they there did was, have one yeah. scene in like a store. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. Nobody really talks to them though, and I guess like her picture talked to her at one point. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Really interesting, though. I love when they have smaller casts and what they can do with that. Yeah, I can really focus on the... Those Developing and, the yeah, characters. Instead of, you know, having someone in the background or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Let's do the plot. Let's go into the plot. Let's okay. do the plot. So, 11-year-old Coraline Jones and her parents, Mel and Charlie... Oh, she is 11. Yeah. Oh. You made that joke, and I was like, yeah, what, how old is she? She's 11. And you're like, 11. That's why I said it. <laughs> Move into an old mansion that has been divided up and is now known as the Pink Palace Apartments. As her parents struggle to complete their gardening catalog, Coraline is often left alone. Yeah, her parents kind of suck. Yeah, they're not. They're kind of like non-present parents. They're they're busy with their own shit, and like her mom was always. She treats Coraline as a nuisance. Yes, you know. You're absolutely right. Go away. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's, if I do this one thing for you, will you just be quiet? Or will you just leave me be? Yeah. And it's like, oof. Like, she's 11. And obviously it's summer because nobody's in school. Oh, yeah, it is because they go back to school shopping. So yes. obviously it's in summer. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like, her, her two friends from her previous place are gone. Yeah. Like, they left home. They're supposed to come and visit her, though, but whatever. Right. Uh, as her parents struggled to complete their... Oh, I left that part. Uh, while using a dowsing rod, she plucked from a bush in the garden, attempting to find a well nearby, she meets the landlady's grandson, Wayborn YB Lovett, mm-hmm. and the feral black cat who follows him around. One, I hate this kid. Yeah, this kid He looks sucks. weird, he looks goofy, he's not very... Positive to the plot. They actually, according to, because uh, this is based on a book, they threw him into the the movie because in the book she just talks to herself. Uh, so this character, be a strange. this character was not part of the novel. I it was just see. added, added for someone to talk to. I liked him more as like in the other world than I did in this. Where obviously he's even creepy on the other world. He's very totally. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, in this world, he's just honestly that annoying kid. He's like like the kid from Monster House. It's the mm-hmm. same thing, you know, that annoying kind of like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Yeah. So she has to explain for exposition. That makes sense, though. So she's not talking to herself. And, and my question is, where does she know, where did she learn about the well? Yeah, I don't know. 
Because she's looking for a well. A well is yeah. there. Like she's got the dousing rod. It's just, yeah. it's weird. During their conversation, Coraline is unimpressed by YB. And he informs her that, his, that her dowsing rod is poison oak, which gives her rash on her palm. Later, she meets her new neighbors, Mr. Babinski, who is supposedly training a circus of mice, <laughs> and retired burlesque actresses, Mrs. Spink and Forcible. Mm-hmm. Forcible has a giant rack in this movie. Well, they, like, in the pictures, one of them has a big butt, and the other one has big boobs, and that's yeah. just their, like, you know, their contrast, basically, when and they were burlesque dancers. Later on, we see them actually do a dance in the oh other world. Oh, my God. And yes. this is a, and this is a kids show. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> I know. There's like almost full nudity, and it's like whoa, 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 whoa. Basically pasties. She's yes. Got pasties on. I yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> oh I couldn't dear. believe it. Uh, YB gives Caroline a button-eyed rag doll he discovered in his grandmother's trunk that eerily resembles her. Later, while she's exploring the house, the doll lures Coraline to a small door in the living room that is bricked up and can only be unlocked by a button-shaped key. Hmm. That night, a mouse guides Coraline through the door, a portal to a seemingly more colorful and cheerful version of her real home. Coraline meets her other mother and other father, button-eyed doppelgangers of her parents, that mm-hmm. appear more attentive and caring. And this is true. Yes. Because they're nice to her. They they put her at the focus. Yeah, they put her first before. It's like in the other world, they don't obviously have jobs or, yeah. you know, whatever the circumstances are. So they can give her their full attention, which is all she wants. She yep. just wants to be the main focus. She does. After dinner, the other mother puts mud on her rash. She goes to sleep. And awakens in the real world the next morning, finding her palm has healed. They never explain how she ends up in her real bed. No, I don't get that. I really don't. Hmm. And yet she tries it after, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, I, really I thought that they would explain it. I I don't really recall watching it like 10 years ago, but I, I was like, oh, they have to explain that. Maybe... Well, I don't know, maybe the more she, she spends time there, the more powerful the other mother becomes. For sure. And can keep her there. Yeah. That, I kinda, mean, it kinda, makes kinda, sense. There similar, has to be. Kind of similar to uh, Freddy Krueger in Freddy vs. Jason, where um, he needs the fear to give him strength and power. He can he couldn't do much at the beginning because he didn't have enough Because he didn't power have, yeah. Of the fear, so. That makes sense. That's that just checks my, out. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Um... YB then tells her about his grandmother's twin sister, who disappeared in the house as a child. Undeterred, Coraline visits the other world the following night, entertained by the other Bobinski, who conducts a mouse circus for her and the other YB, who has been rendered mute by the other mother to please Coraline. Yeah, that is so creepy. Okay, so this is my other thing about Wyborn, is that she's kind of like super mean to him. Like, she's oh, yeah. kind of bullies him a bit. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve bullying, because he kind of sucks. But, like, like she calls him, she doesn't call him Y-born or Y-B, Why were you prefers. born? Yeah, why were you born is what she calls him. Like, ma'am, like, he already lives with his grandma. Like, there's <laughs> obviously issues. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. And, like, his only friend is a feral cat. Like, 
Yep. <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Coraline also encounters the black cat from the real world, who is able to speak in that world and likes to play games with the other mother, yes. who hates cats. Each time she visits the other world, Coraline goes to sleep there and wakes up in the real world, increasingly displeased she didn't wake up in the other world, and thinking her experiences of the previous night have all been a dream. Mm-hmm. Until she leaves cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Coraline discovers her mother has locked the small door in the living room mm-hmm. and hidden the key, saying she found rodent dung near the door and to make Coraline feel safer. While her parents are out of the house, Coraline finds a key and locks the door, mm-hmm. going to the world in the daytime for the first time. Once there, she finds the other mother is not present, but finds a note inviting her downstairs to the other Spink and Forcible's vaudeville cabaret show. Coraline attends, along with the other YB. This is where we get the um, full-on, oh. topless, big-breasted character with pasties on her nipples. Oof. It was, yeah, it's just, like, I, I just think I wasn't expecting it. Like, and these even, women are, like, in their 70s. They have walkers and canes. And even Coraline is reacting normally. Yeah, she's normally, like, you know? uh... she's like, I can't believe she's naked. Like, she's, <laughs> she's not wearing any clothes. Yep. And, oh. and, and it's all, the, all the dogs are there in attendance, which I swear they have, like, human teeth. Yes. Which looks creepy as hell. It is super creepy. Do you think maybe because they were actually the rats? Or no, they're, they're rats, bats, I they're guess. They're bats, yeah. Ugh, I don't love it. It's weird. I don't love oh, it. Weird. And everything in this world is button eyes, so you can kind of like... Oh, yeah, we already mentioned that yet. Everyone has button eyes. Everybody has button eyes. So that's how you can kind of tell that they're not, I don't know, from the real world. And then when she meets the cat in the other world... Um, he doesn't have button eyes, so that's how she can tell that he's real. And also, the uh, when he, when she's looking around, she runs into the other dad. Yes. And um, he's kind of telling her he's he's got letting some stuff slip. Yep. And the piano that can you know play for him is stopping him from talking. Yep, exactly. And and he can tell like he's he's looking rough. Yes. He's looking pretty pretty worn down and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, they look really good. It's almost like their appearance, appearance like, deteriorates every day when she goes. Like, they both look, like, a little more or, haggard each or when, time. when the mother is around to kind of keep... Yes. Keep the, keep the charade going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Afterward, the other mother invites Coraline to stay in the other world forever, on the condition that she have buttons sewn over her eyes. Horrified, Coraline goes to sleep, but when she wakes up, she's still in the other world. She then demands to return home. The other mother transformed into a menacing version of her ha- herself yes. and imprisons Caroline in the hallway mirror. And this is the image. She gets creepy, yeah. Like, she becomes, like, the loving mother to his long, spindly... Yes. Um, like, s- just strewn, not strewn out, um, gaunt, yeah. gaunt, yes. like, character. Like, she grows to be, like, eight or nine feet tall, and she's super, super, super thin, and got a really long neck and, like, an arched back, and, like, she's got, like, super intense cheekbones, and, like, her hair is really, like, ooh, it's just creepy, and she's got, like, a big butt that looks, like, like, insectish almost. Yeah, like a spider's uh, abdomen. Yes. And even, like, well, even, like, her, her actual dad, he's got a weird neck. 
Yes. His neck is <laughs> weird. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. you're like, I don't know about that guy. I don't like his neck. I don't like his neck. <laughs> his neck. You know why? It's very E.T.-ish. Oh. Fuck that neck. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yep. I feel that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there, Coraline meets the ghosts of the other mother's previous child victims, including YB's grandmother's sister. Yes. The spirits reveal that the other mother, whom they call the Beldum, used the same doll Coraline had, each time disguised as the child in question, to spy on them, taking advantage of their unhappiness and luring them into the other world. Yeah, and in the very, very beginning, we see, we don't actually see a whole lot, but we see this older doll float in a window and then we just see these two hands made completely out of needles. Yeah. Like pulling all the threading, redoing the doll, and making it look like Coraline. Yeah, it t- took all the stuffing out. Yeah. Put it inside out. Yeah. Added some new weird stuffing. I thought it was sand at first. Mm-hmm. And sewed everything up and then sent out the window. So that's yep. how she set things up. Right, exactly. Which is creepy as hell. Super creepy. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's weird to think about that they each yeah. got the doll and everything at one point. Ugh, yeah. yeah. After they agreed to let her sew buttons on her eyes, the Beldum ate up their lives, mm-hmm. trapping their souls. Coraline promises to free them by finding their eyes. The other YB frees her from the mirror and helps her escape back to the real world. Yes. Also, because he was talking again, he uh, had, like, his mouth in a very permanent smile. Yeah, she, uh, like... Like, sewed his cheeks up. His yes, yeah, because he was, um, he wasn't smiling enough. Yes. The last time that they yeah. were there. Mm-hmm. And she even told him, you know, we gotta fix that, that smile of yours. And he's like, ooh, because <laughs> he can't talk. Right. I wonder who he was, or she just created him, I think she, cre- hey? she created everyone. Everyone was created Ugh. as dolls. Jeez. Coraline cannot find her parents. Eventually realizing, uh, that... Eventually realizing that they have been kidnapped by the Beldum. Yes. Miss Spink and Miss Forcebolt give Coraline an adder stone, meant for bad slash lost things. Yes. YB attempts to get the doll back from Coraline, and when she tries to tell him about the other world, he runs away, thinking <laughs> she's gone insane. Yep. Uh, that night, Coraline is woken by the black cat, who shows her that her parents are trapped in the hallway mirror. She returns to the other world, finding it is now dark and nightmarish. To rescue her parents... Parents, but the Beldum locks the door and swallows the key. Yes. Following the cat's advice, Coraline proposes a game. If she can find the ghost's eyes and her parents, they will all go free. If not, she'll remain in the other world and let the Beldum sew buttons over her eyes. Yes. Yeah. That's Creepy. not good. So in this scene, we see she's even more menacing this time. Like, her form has changed a bit more again. She's more like a spider, if anything, now. Yes, her face is cracked. Yeah. And the husband, it looks like, is because she was called him Pumpkin. And it turns out he's literally a pumpkin. Or like a squash or something. Like, he's... He thought it looked bad before, and now he's just, like, falling apart. He's fat. Yep. He's... he's, Yeah, it's really gross. And, like, all the furniture is insects. They're yeah. all different kinds of insects, like cockroaches or grasshoppers yeah. or, you know, everything is a different sort of insect. It's really creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> Ugh. Using the stone, which can see through illusions, 
To find the children's eyes, Coraline ventures out into the now hostile other world. With each eye she collects, part of the other world disintegrates until only the living room is left. And here we get a bit of a look and find scene where she right. has to kind of go through all the other characters, like her dad, her other dad, sorry. Yep. He, he helps. He gives yep. her the one piece. Um, the, the, the women try and grab her. Yeah. They're um, actually in like a candy wrapper. Yes. And they right. come out in their saltwater taffy and the, the eye, the one kid's eye is part of their ring or something. Yes. One of the pearls. Yeah. And then, yeah. All the bats came and kind of help out. Yeah, and they're like creepy dog bats. And uh, Mr. B is up in the, you know, he's, nothing left of him but but rats. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so she she gets them all, but she also loses the uh, adder stone at the same time. Exactly. Because she's dumb enough to throw it at a dumb rat. (laughs) Uh, Coraline sees the beldam in her true form. A metallic, skeletal, arachnid creature with needle-like hands. The ghost of YB's grandmother's sister warns her that even if she wins, the beldam will never let her go. Thinking quickly, Coraline tricks the beldam into unlocking the portal. While the beldam is distracted, the cat finds her parents trapped in the snow globe on the mantle. Yes. Coraline, in in a mean way, throws (laughs) the cat at the beldam's face and grabs the snow globe. The cat scratches her button eyes out and escapes. Yes. Blinded, the beldam attempts to trap Coraline, converting the living room into a metallic web. Yeah. But Coraline climbs to the now open door, and with help of the ghost, she manages to close and lock it, mm-hmm. severing the beldam's right hand in the process. Yes. Yep. Her creepy, like, sewn hand. Like, it's like a sewing needle hand. Yeah. Just all, like, every digit, everything is just exactly. sewing needles. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And, she's so also, she, and also she's blind. Yes. So she's got a bit of a disadvantage here, but at the same time, she's a spider. Yes. And Coraline gets her bag kind of stuck on the web and frees it, but it shakes. Yeah. And like how spiders can tell things in her web, they go by vibration. Yes, exactly. So she chases her up to the door, but doesn't quite get her. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yes, good which is very good. Coraline's parents reappear in the real world with no memory of what happened to them. That night, the ghost children appear in Coraline's dream to thank her for freeing them, but warn her that the Beldam will never stop looking for the key. Yes. We also find out um, when she's being sat down and about you know being told you know to make the deal. Yep. Um, she asks, "Why don't you use a key?" And the other dad tells her, "Only one key for two doors." Yep. And then he gets grabbed and dragged away. Yeah, and she's like, "Shh!" And yeah. Pulls him away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coraline decides mm-hmm. to drop it down the old well. But before she does, the Beldam's severed hand attacks her. Yes. YB, who has realized Coraline was telling the truth, arrives, and after a struggle, smashes the hand with the stone. Coraline ties the smashed hand and the key to the stone with a blanket, and together they throw everything into the well and seal it shut. Yes, like about time. Yeah. And I don't know, this part is like... I don't know, like, it's it's fine, but it just kind of felt like it almost didn't have to be there. Like, why? Yeah. You know? This is the part where it felt long. I'm like, yay, we killed it. Like, she could have literally just gone to the well and thrown everything down and called it a day. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I guess, I guess like, the hand was cut off and in between the two doors, so it makes sense. It yeah. kind of makes sense. I agree. It kind of, it kind of 
dragged it out when it needed, didn't need to, but... Yeah, this is the part where I'm just like, okay, everybody's saved, everything's cool, dad and mom are being nice, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, oh, by the way, you're going to have a super quick dream and then have to do more. (laughs) Soon after, Coraline and her parents, who have finally finished their catalog, host a garden party for their neighbors. Yeah. brings his grandmother, Mrs. Lovett, and Coraline prepares to tell her all about her sister's fate. Which is sweet. Yeah. I like that. Like, I wish we would have gotten to see a bit more of that. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, you know, and everything. And she could, you know, describe exactly. Well, that's how Wyborn knew that she was telling the truth is because um, she described his, um, I guess, great aunt in, like, perfect detail. Yep. So he knew that she was telling the truth. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun movie. I, like, I enjoyed it actually more than I did the first time, I think. And, yeah, I don't know, it's just one of those kids' movies that I can't believe is a children's movie. You can tell it's not Disney, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's... I feel like they use the word children's (laughs) movie as a very loose term. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you rate it? Two. Oh, Two out of five. Interesting. It it didn't... uh, Didn't do it for me. Sure. I, I get... I get the scariness. I get the creepiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a kid, you know, young kid, this would be very, just would be traumatizing. For sure. Oh, not that far. It'd be scary. It would be they, scary. They, they'd be a little unnerved by the eyes and the, the other mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the buggy parts, but. Definitely. No, it didn't, it didn't. Didn't hit for you. No, it really didn't. It's totally fair. Um, yeah. It's not a terrible movie, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it, wasn't the best. It, sure, yeah. Uh, there's, there's like, I'm sorry, but Coast Bride, far better. Um, then for Christmas, Superior. Mm. Like, it's just better. Yeah, I, like, I would probably give it a 3.5. I think, like, I enjoy the movie. I think it's creepy when it didn't, like, super promote itself as, like, a scary movie. I think it's creepy. Yeah. I think the claymation is oh, that's, that's, so cool. That's so yeah. good. I can't say anything bad about the claymation. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, music is great. Music is amazing. Um, I I didn't like the characters. See, and I love the characters. I love the, they're all so flawed. And the only one that I don't enjoy as much is Coraline, just because, like, like you don't really sympathize with her, which is hard when it's a main character. Like, a little bit with her parents, because you know that they kind of suck. But she's, like, not enough to be like, oh, okay, well, you're allowed to be an asshole to other people. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I didn't care for YB at all. I thought he was, when you first introduced to him with his, you know, flicking vision kind yes, of thing he has. Right. That's cool. But mm-hmm. then he takes it off. I'm like, oh. Oh. This guy's weird. Yeah, I like him as a contrast to Coraline where she's so, you know, stubborn and brash and everything and he's more reserved and follows rules to a T, like does whatever his grandma says when she says it. Like, I think the contrast was nice for the movie. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I I love these kind of movies. Yeah. That they just, like, are more, like... Like, you think a lot. Like, you know, they're, they're good think pieces. And they're so thoughtfully made that you can tell that, you know, everything that was put into this, like, they poured their heart into this movie. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I really like it. It's not my cup of tea. It's, it's yeah, not. Totally. It didn't do it for me, um, sadly. For sure. Uh, I, again, like, I, I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's just, it's not, it's not for me. Right. It's not my cup of tea. Totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, and kids' movies are hard ones, sort of, sometimes to to relate to, almost, as well. Yeah, yeah. the fact that they... <laughs> they, they they did take some risks with this movie. That's right. that's a definitely hundred percent. You know, but I did the same thing with Hocus Pocus. Love Hocus Pocus. I watched it the other day. Didn't hit the same. I really? Was like, yeah. Didn't I do it for Hocus me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> disappointed. You should, you should give Ernest Scared Stupid another shot. Eh, it was fine. I don't know. It's not my kind of humor anymore. I don't think. Like, it just doesn't doesn't work for me anymore. I don't know. But it's creepy. It's creepy. Eh, like, it's okay. I don't know. When's the last time you watched it? Ernest Scares Stupid? Yeah. You put it on, like, a month ago. Did I? No. <laughs> yes. No. With the creepy I, know me things? Yeah, but no, I gave it to you guys. I said I gave it to you to watch at the, the academy. You never did. Yeah, but you we put it on here when I was cleaning the living room. You I'm watched afraid. it with me, sir. <laughs> it's, that's a month ago. That's, that's ages. <laughs> oh ages <my> ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it was it was a fun watch. I'm glad that we rewatched it because now I remember it again, and I, I'm never gonna get that like Birth of Venus out of my head <laughs> for the rest of time. Uh, Obviously, I pushed that out of my brain for PTSD and, reasons but, or but something. What they did like is the uh, the unzipped because I noticed they they had eyes. I'm like, yes. that's weird. They have yes. eyes, not actual buttons. And after the unzip, and they're their young selves with the button with the eyes. eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's cool. It was that, a very that was cool, a cool thing. That was a, I like that. I like that. There's a lot of things I like with this movie, but as a whole, no, mm-hmm. it didn't do it. Totally. Fair. And I don't think there's any kill of the flicks in this. Well, I would say the kill of the flick, if we had to give one, would probably be um, when she went to get the last eye in quotations of the child, and YB's dead <laughs> body was. On the flight. Oh, yes, you know what? Yes. Because that was traumatic. <laughs> you know what? I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, yes. I I'll mean, go with that. we don't actually watch it happen, but you know, a lifeless body, like, like as on the flagpole. Mm-hmm. As punishment I, for helping her escape? Exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. You know Ripping what? his stitches out. I agree with that. That's a great death. Yeah. That's a kill the flick. Creepy. But even in the beginning when she's ripping apart the puppet and, like, pulling it inside out, I'm like, yeah, Ugh. Blah. Blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and next week, we already talked about it, literally all of Talking Chop. The, cur- the Bridge Curse. The Bridge Curse. We're watching The Bridge Curse. I put a little poll on um, Instagram to see if people wanted to watch it, and it seemed like people were like, heck yeah. So Yay. Good job, people. It. Yeah, good job, people. Way to, way to go, victims. Yeah, because I like to, I'm, I'm just trying to post and see what you guys kind of want to listen to, what you're feeling, and we'll always take suggestions, like we've said before, um, so feel free to hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, wherever you see us kicking around, send us an email, yeah. <laughs> how do you feel? Yeah. We, we will get back to you, we will, we 100%. Sure will. Yeah, we're, we're going to keep on top of our messages, better at keeping on top of our messages. Yeah, our social media is really... Kicked in overdrive thanks to our social media manager, our new social media yes. manager, oh, yes. Victoria. Yes, shout out to Victoria. Shout out to the grand Victoria and her oh, social yes. media wonderness. Mm, yes, yes, quite mm, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope that you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. 
Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horrorgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horrorgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and YouTube at The Horrorgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! Later!